And, like, Nick Robinson, I had a massive crush on him. Like, it was obsessive. I used to, like, crop myself into, like, wedding photos with our faces on. Like, it was strange. That is a little bit strange. Yeah. I'll be honest with you there. I don't know whether you and me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've said it to you. <laughs> I'm not weird, I promise. <laughs> Hello, this is the How To Be Gay podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Saskia. And this is a podcast about how to be gay. (laughs) Okay, we're back. It's been a few weeks um, and mainly just because we've not seen each other for a few weeks. Well, not a few weeks, maybe a week. Um, Because you've been in where you live and I've been where I live. I I I initially said where I actually live, and then Saskia was like, "Oh my god, we can't share information. Someone we're becoming famous now. <laughs> Someone's gonna that. hunt us I'm down just, and kill us." I'm just worried. Get worried about. I'm sure. Coming and I'm sure our forty six um people that listen to this oh. podcast. <laughs> well, not there gonna could come be one. And... There could be one out of those forty six that plans to come and kill us. Possibly, but I'm really, really sure that's not going to happen. And even if I do say where I'm from, they're not exactly going to, like, hunt me down in that massive city and find me. So first of all, um, before we actually start, I just want to acknowledge that we have a few listeners now. So basically, it's been it's been quite the journey. We've had quite a few messages. <laughs> so basically, initially, we didn't want anyone that we knew to like find our podcast. Like it's pretty it's pretty cringy when you're starting up, and starting up because we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna go, go we're, we're gonna, gonna go places. places. We are. We're gonna be Sophia and Chintzia this time next yeah, year. Yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> the top podcaster on Spotify. You know, but yeah, it is like pretty cringy but we've had we've had a few messages from people um eva who we talked about in the previous episode yeah, messaged she messaged me what did she say she did she said she said it was funny it was funny she she said that it was funny i don't know if that was laughing at us or laughing I'm with pretty us sure she's probably laughing but, at us but yeah. you know it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um and i've had like wait who else my friend Anna has messaged me and said she's listened to it and she likes it, so that's good. And I don't know how people have found it. Like, it's not exactly... I don't know. I mean, I've made an Instagram, so, like, anyone who's... Anyone who wants to follow the anyone gram. Anyone who wants to follow the gram. It's How To Be Gay Podcast. It's good, yeah. Is that what the name is? It's at How To Be Gay Podcast. So, yeah, just follow that. Give us a... A follow, give us a few likes. We've posted a few things. Me, I've, we being Grace. Me, yeah, Grace. Made it look all pretty. I made it really pretty, so yeah. would appreciate. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I assume people just, like, um, followed through that and, like, it had been suggested, our Instagram, and then they'd gone and found our podcast, so that's, that's fun. Um, but then, don't you think it's, like crazy and like kind of like awkward like the amount of people that must have seen it come up as like suggested and then like that we know like really vaguely yeah vaguely that like we don't actually yeah like no and they have like listened to it and like 
judged us and yeah. like not messaged Let's just us. Just not think about that. Should we not think about Let's that? Not think about okay, that. cool. That's fine. Yeah. So what we wanted to talk about today? Yeah. Was we wanted to talk about lesbian stereotypes? Yeah. So there's quite a few. There are quite a few. Do you think that a lot of the stereotypes have come from, like obviously they were before, but like new names have come from TikTok? Yeah, like different. I think the TikTok trying to be inclusive, create perpetuate stereotypes by creating like sub, like subcategories and things like that. Like, do you really do you think? Yeah, like a lipstick lesbian and a chapstick lesbian. Like it just further stereotyping different types of lesbian yeah, so rather than just. How many are there? So there's the STEM lesbian. Well, they all overlap as well, don't they? Okay. There's like just loads of different Stud words for lesbian. loads of different types. Yeah. Butch, femme, and like a lot of them, I don't, I don't know what they mean, and I don't know what. There's the ethereal lesbian, is there? Is Maybe that, I don't know. There's the one that you know, cottage core. Cottage core. That your yeah. mum got a book for Christmas. Yeah, my mum got a book. It's like for how Christmas. to be a cottage core. What was it? Lesbian. No, it's just how to be cottage core. Yeah. Then it was like just talking about but your cottage dad. Core your lesbians. dad had got it. For, yeah. <laughs> for your mum, and I don't think he knew. Yeah, it that was, was quite funny. funny. It was funny. But yeah, I think all of these categories of lesbian, or like yeah, I think they just perpetuate the stereotypes and kind of commandeer everybody and dictate the the idea, not the dictate, but like make people believe that they should be in that category. Yeah, in a in a certain, in a certain category. category. So like yeah. me, for example, I'm not femme. Like, I don't wear skirts, I don't wear dresses. But equally, I am not masculine either. I think if you were put into a category, which, I mean, I'm sorry, but I am going to put you into a category right now. Um, I'd say STEM. So, what's that? I can't really describe it, but I remember, like, when we first started dating, I, I don't it's know why, but I asked you. I didn't, do you remember you when I asked me. you? I was like, what would you, what type of, like, lesbian are you? Like, but that's, that's so just, strange. like, in between, but that's just because I wouldn't... Like I, I wear I'd quite. I'd say I'd say STEM lesbians are like kind of sporty, kind I'm of not like that sporty. You are. You like run a lot. I run sometimes. You like do yeah. a lot of sport actually. But like, as in, I I wear androgynous clothing. But I'd say it was femme androgynous clothing. Yeah, yeah. And you've had. Like, I've got long hair. Yeah. I'm conventionally like feminine looking. Yeah, you just wear more in masculine, my facial features. Kind of but they're not like ma- I wouldn't say I wear masculine clothes. Do you know what you you do? You actually go through phases. So like you'll be like, oh, I want to dress more feminine. And you'll buy like a lot of like really cute long skirts, mm-hmm. um, and then you'll go through phases where you're like, I don't want to do that anymore, and you put those to the back of your, your cupboard, and you wear like. I don't know, workwear trousers and like because mm-hmm. I feel big, like I clothes. should be feminine. Yeah, but I don't. But you don't like... fit into an like a. Well, sometimes I like wearing feminine clothes, not like really, really feminine. Like I'd still say, well, no, actually, I have worn dresses fairly, fr- fairly recently. But do you? How do you feel when you wear dresses? Do you, I, feel, do you feel like comfortable? Some like if I put a dress on now, I wouldn't. But when I wore dresses over the summer, I did feel comfortable. I think that's with everyone. Like I wouldn't want to wear a dress right now. I think purely it's a because, temperature thing. Well, yeah, and also purely because you know you eat a lot more when you're in the winter. You like mm-hmm. that you're not in your like you know best shape. Which I mean that's fine, but Grace very much is perceived as straight, like. Most people would not guess that Grace is gay. She's become yeah. more gay since visiting Brighton. But I don't know if that's because me. I want to fit into somewhere and like I'm trying to find 
myself like i know that sounds really cringy but i want to be like perceived as something i don't act straight i don't think anymore but i don't like i don't fit in really with my friends who are straight but i also don't fit in with like super stereotypically gay people like saskia's friends are pretty gay and i don't think i'm like i don't know it's just it's very in between i don't think i found like my people which sounds really weird but i'm not sure but i have like you said i have like gradually started to become a little bit more you not, know not more like as in not that you become more gay as in like how society would stereotype a gay person a gay woman as in but i, I think but like as in you yeah. wear quirkier clothing but I also don't know if that's a result of TikTok. I think that it's just, like, shit. Like, I remember you and me were, like, debating this when we first met. And you were like, I hate being called lesbian. Which is, like, really shit. And I think a lot of people have probably talked about this and dwelt this over. And, like, they prefer to be called gay. Because lesbian is so much associated with, like, a really, like, butch kind of, like, not trying to be awful, but, like, ugly. ugly. Yeah. An ugly, what is just a, what a man like a uses really to big call woman who, an, like, an um, ugly woman. Yeah. To, like, insult an ugly, Like, a kind of, like, really masculine woman who woman. wears baggy clothes yeah. and is, society would perceive as ugly. Yeah, and you, like, it, I don't know. I, growing up, I was so against it, and I think that's... I was partly, so against being I gay when I was younger. that's partly why I didn't want to come out. I just didn't want to perceive... I didn't want to be called a lesbian. Like, that's I was why like, I just up. pretended I wasn't gay. Yeah. I mean, I remember you telling me you um <laughs> you drank some tea didn't you you used to always drink yeah. lapsang sushong which best type of tea loved it's it fucking disgusting no it's that. not it's, it's like so it's strange. smoky black tea it's so good and my dad said to me he was like that's the tea that's what lesbians drink lesbians drink mm. that type of tea and ever since then until like literally probably a year or two ago even though it was my favorite type of tea i would not go near it because i was scared it would make me a lesbian that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> maybe someone the slipped things. some like lapsan souchong into one of my drinks and, and that's actually just that's you. actually where it all went wrong <laughs> yeah um but what i was gonna ask was has it made it harder for you do you de- think definitely being being gay and also being perceived as straight by i mean like I- as in like as in like when you go out like you'll get hit on by boys you you won't get hit on by girls because people perceive you to be straight like you come across because you're a femme like you are very yeah you're very feminine looking you come across as if you are straight which is just because of the stereotypes like society stereotypes of lesbians Mm. well i mean i remember when i first met a a few of your friends and one of the boys said to me he was like you're kind of like in between being straight and a bisexual and i was like (laughs) what the fuck like (laughs) like it was funny but i was like i don't know like it's true i think i'm a little bit quirky with the way i dress but overall if you stripped everything back i do look like really straight especially when i had like you know straight blonde hair and like my features are pretty like i don't know but how can you get down to the intricacies of your like that isn't that so stupid that's so stupid made us think that specific features make you look like you're gay or not yeah it's it's really weird but um i don't know i also think maybe to do with the like my body type you know what i mean like i've got like bigger i've got bigger boobs got bigger boobs and i've got bigger mum boobies and bum bum. look at me (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so maybe it's that. But I don't know. I really don't know. Also, I'm just kind of like, I have interests that are very girly. So I like, I don't like the, you know, more masculine things. I don't like playing football. She doesn't football. like beer. Yeah, I don't, I like, don't beer. like playing football. I know, but like, you know, some girls were like... I don't, none of my friends that are gay like football. I know, but like, you know the, the stereotypical... You, you're just playing into that stereotype <laughs> No, I know, now, but you? I... I don't even like football. I don't like football. That's what makes me a femme lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the criteria. Yeah, literally. Um... You but like musicals. I that's love pretty musicals. Gay. That, that I mean, that's how I became friends with like a that's few how gay people. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you became uh, gay with some musicals. Yeah, mum take me to Matilda <laughs> instantly. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened to me as well. Yeah, maybe. Got taken to Matilda aged one, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> I think if yeah, I think the formula of finding your you're a gay is like a lot of straight people. I mean, that is again stereotyping, <laughs> but. They don't really like musicals. And I think... I'm not the biggest fan of musicals. You don't like musicals that much. But in secondary school, especially, I gravitated towards, like, the drama kids. And we had five of us. There were five girls in our group. And they all started gradually coming out. And we were like, fuck. There was nobody else in the school that we knew of that was gay. And then every single one of us in... Or, like, in our... Nobody in the year, in my year, came out as gay throughout secondary school, except for people in my friendship group that I knew of, mm-hmm. which is so strange. And then I I didn't want to come out because I was like, fuck, we'll just be named as the like big lesbian orgy. So I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep it in even longer. And I had so much internalised homophobia. Me and my friend would like talk about girls and we'd name them as like doors so like this is so strange but like a regular door was a straight person was it yeah and a fire exit was like someone we had a crush on like oh my god that's fire exit oh my god wow and like people obviously knew yeah my friends were like there was only two of us in our group that were talking about it and then the rest of our group were like what the fuck grace like like and that's other girl because i'm not gonna obviously say who it was but yeah it was so obvious and like i don't know what's going through my head but i kind of just went off on a tangent then didn't really answer your question did it I can't um, even remember what my question was. Yeah, I just kind of talk and yeah. I liked it though. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it did make things harder. I remember the question now. It did make things harder. Because um, for one, nobody, I didn't get hit on at all. I No one slid into my DMs. Nobody like ever like made a move on me. Like, I don't know. It was kind of like a bit shit. I just had boys. And like was like kind of not great. Like I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was it was it was all right. It was fine, but um, so I had to do it all myself. So being a femme lesbian, I think, um, just kind of basically means that you have to make the move in the mm-hmm. relationship. Do you think if you're not like portraying yourself? as being gay it's hard to know so like on my instagram nobody would know if i was gay I did. would did you when i looked through your instagram you looked incredibly gay really yeah oh 
You literally had a sign that said a little neon light that says this girls, is, girls, right, this girls. is I don't understand this because That's I That's such a gay thing to No, have. it's not. It's I, literally, I know subsequently you've told me that your dad bought it for yeah, you. Yeah, my my dad bought it for me when I like had not come out to him and he used to say to me be like, "Oh my god, I can't wait until you get a boyfriend." So like during that time he was saying this and I'd been like Dad, can you buy me the sign? It says girls, girls, girls. Oh, so you asked him to vote? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that is well gay. No, it's not. It's yeah, literally, it is. It's not. I literally, it's what just cute. What do you cute. want, Grace? Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, girls, girls, girls. It's like, it's kind of no, like... No, it's not. It's like, girls, girls, girls. No, that, shut up. <laughs> That's what it's like. It was meant to be like a cute, like, girls, girls, girls. Like, getting ready with the girls. Getting ready with the girls by fucking them. <laughs> Oh no, literally. No! No, oh, Cleo! No. <laughs> no, I don't know why people think that. Every single time, I like, after me coming out, they have said to me, like, I I knew because of the girls, 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 that that was such an indication. You, you subconsciously got the girls, girls, girls. Well, I knew that I was gay then, but that wasn't well, my exactly. meaning. It was, it was subconsciously. Oh, I don't know. I'm really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, I've never really, like, had anyone hit on me. Um, yeah, so it's... Any girls? Any girls. I mean, I've had a few experiences um with other girls like prior to Saskia but nothing like I mean it's always been when I've made the move I think or maybe I haven't I'm not really sure I was drunk but yeah it's it's strange it's weird because I've never made a move on anyone yeah that's the thing that's what is so fucking annoying (laughs) it's like why do you have to be like naturally gay that's like not okay it's so unfair you need to come closer to the mic. But, um, yeah, so... You, you... just want me closer to you, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you've never had to make the first move. No. You've, you've always had other people come on to you. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. You must have the biggest ego. Not really, No. Um, no, uh, no, actually, I have, I've only had... The only times things have been successful is when someone else has made the move on me. I have made the move on other people, but as in, like, I've just messaged them and then it's, like, very abruptly gone to an end. Okay, so, basically, now I think we're going to look at the Lesbian Manifesto. So, if you don't know what the Lesbian Manifesto, what is it, Saskia? It's basically a document that outlines whether you're a lesbian or not and it outlines different things that you might not have been aware that you're a lesbian because you've been playing into um compulsory heterosexuality mm-hmm. um who who actually made the lesbian manifesto? i don't have a clue yeah that's what i was trying to look for and i don't know right so i just tried to google the author of the Le- lesbian manifesto and i didn't really find anything but if anyone finds who it is we'd love to hear because at first I found a man called Robert Goss and I was absolutely shocked that it was like you know made by a man but then I realized that was a completely different thing about Jesus so completely I don't know I've got no idea who's made the lesbian manifesto but it's pretty talked about it's pretty accurate for a lot of people so let's get into it 
I'm just reading up. There's basically there's loads of different sections. I'm just reading out the ones that I think are the most interesting. So conflicting feelings about men. You can really genuinely have warm, positive, strong feelings towards men and they can still be compulsory heterosexuality because it's the assumption that any feelings that you have towards a man must be attraction because society talks all the time about hetero love and attraction. So when you feel something towards a man, you think that like it must be that that must be what attraction is. Yeah, so if you've got, like, a really good, like, friendship with a boy or a man, um, you must, like, I feel like because of heteronormativity, you decide that you have a crush on them. Like, I don't think I ever had, like, friendships with boys growing up. And when any boy gave me attention and I started to get along with them, I used to, like, be straight away... Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I've got a crush on this boy. I used to, as soon as I found a boy that I sat next to in a lesson, like in the early years of secondary school and late years of primary school, I'd be like, I have a crush on them. When in fact, it was just that I was having a nice conversation. Yeah, with like them. any sort of interaction with boys that I'd get, it was just like straight away. Oh my god, I must have a crush straight on him. Straight away. Straight away. <laughs> so then, talks about your attraction to men. So, deciding which guys to be attracted to. What does that mean? Like, as in, I remember when I was in secondary school, like, I'd choose, like, no, in primary school, I chose to have a crush on the most popular guy in school. Okay. Like, I didn't actually fancy him. So, I is that, chose... does that kind of go more into, like, unattainability? Not that you couldn't get with the most popular Well, I did. Oh. Actually, he was my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. And I lost my best friend. Oh, you were in fighting over him in year six. We were fighting over the boy, and he chose me. Oh my god! I think he might drama. Be gay. I think he might be gay now, though. So which you were each other's beards. Yeah. Have which... I told you about my experience with being? <laughs> yeah, you have. Oh, but what was his name? I can't say his name. Oh. Let's call him Michael. Michael. He used to. He used to. He was so sweet. He used to um, send me letters and like stamp them with you know that like um, what's it called? You know when you stamp them? Yeah, like with wax. With wax. Yeah. Like he used to like full on go for it and he used to like make scrapbooks of pictures with us. It was like really sweet. But he was gay. And I, I'm also gay, so each other's beards. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Right, constantly testing your attraction to men. Picking one or more conventionally attractive men in the room and trying to force yourself to be attracted to them. I've never experienced no, that. No, I've never experienced that either. I don't think I've ever been like, I need to be attracted to them. Like, I need to force myself. Only developing attraction to a guy after a female friend expresses attraction to him. Oh. I think that maybe plays into my my crush on the most popular boy in year six. Do you think? Yeah, because it's like he was identified as the good-looking boy in year six. The the most popular, the best-looking. Yeah. I don't think I've experienced that. I don't... Maybe I have. I'm not really sure. You lose all attraction or get extremely uncomfortable if there are any implications that they might like you back. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so I read Fuck. that and I was like, that, that is that's just great. Oh, my God. Literally, I, I remember saying to my friends so many times, right, I, would, I couldn't get this boy one time and I was obsessed with getting him. And I think just when he showed some sort of attention or, like, some sort of, like, little inch of like the possibility that he might like me I was like repulsed by it like I didn't want I didn't want it anymore it was like so obvious now looking back it was so obvious but like 
my friends just didn't have a clue. They like my friend Layla, she was like she was like, Grace, why are you like this? Like why can you not find somebody who like is good for you because you're you're only ever wanting boys that are not into you or like are unavailable or like are just wanting to like mess with you, have sex with you and leave you. Do you know what I mean? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a boy who likes me, I was like, fuck off. Like, I don't want to be associated with you. You're so strange. Yeah, really strange, but... You mistake the desire for male approval as attraction. You don't necessarily want a relationship with men, but you want men to want a relationship with you. Yeah, that's... I think I That's like just that. male validation, isn't it, to really? To be honest, I think I still feel a little bit like yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, I... Because like, society tells you that's what you oh, should yeah. want is male validation. I love it. Like, I, I hate to admit it, Saskia, but, like, when I get hit on in clubs by men, I, it makes your ego, like, go completely up, doesn't it? It, like, makes mm-hmm. you feel so good. And it is just, like, male validation. It's just what... It's what everyone's told that they should want. Aspire do you know what I mean? For, and yeah. inspire for. It's really fucked up, but... Yeah. Reading your anxiety slash discomfort slash nervousness around men as attraction to them. Confusing your anxiety around men for butterflies or being flustered. I did that. Oh, my God. I used to do that, like, as in I was just socially anxious, nervous yeah. little child. But I think that just because I was socially anxious about something. I had, like, pit in my stomach. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, my God, I'm so I'm so nervous to go on a date with this boy. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I must really like them. But, you know, it was just because I was, like... I'd never grown up being friends with boys, so I didn't know what to talk to them about. And -hmm. I still don't really know what to talk to them about. I think I've got, like, one or two friends that are boys, and they've kind of always been friends with girls, so maybe a little bit different, you know what I mean? Then there's a section on early interests in women. Okay. Not recognising past slash current crushes on women till you've come to grips with your attraction to women. That's what I did. And then suddenly I was like, why did I love Pitch Perfect so much? Oh, it's because yeah, of Yeah, I like what you said Becca. previously, yeah. Yeah. Because of Becca. Because of you... Becca. Did you like, were you, did you know you were gay before like Killing Eve came out? Did you have a oh, crush yeah. on? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you knew that you had yeah, a crush yeah. on um, Jodie Comer? You didn't yeah, like, yeah. okay. I knew I had a crush on Jodie You knew from the I start. I knew from the start. Okay. Getting butterflies of feeling like you can't get close enough when cuddling with a close female friend. <gasps> that is so me. I, like, found it really difficult. I mean, I've always grown up not being able to, like, hug people or, like, I don't like touch that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my, my personality. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. But especially with my friends who are girls... I found it really hard to, like, hug them or, you know, just... Do you know what I mean? In that sort of way, especially Mm -hmm. now that I've come out, it's, like, even worse. Like, I feel like... Because a lot of my friends are straight. If I show any sort of affection to them that's, like, touching, they'll, like... That's my insecurity, but I will assume that they'll be, like, thinking, oh, my God, she's a lesbian. She's got a massive, fat lesbian crush on me. Like like in Mean fat, Girls. Do you have a big fat lesbian crush on me? I have a big fat lesbian oh, crush on really, you, really yeah. Cute. Yeah. It's like, yeah, a lot of my friends didn't realise I was gay until I had to, like, tell them, so... 
Yeah. Having an unusually close relationship with a female friend growing up that was different and special in a way you couldn't articulate. Oh, that's that was you. Me, me yeah. and my year nine best friend. Yeah, if you if you didn't listen to the previous episodes, listen to the previous episode because that's all about Saskia's um, rejection from her best friend when she confessed her love. Bye-bye and thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, Saskia wants to watch a movie now, so we have to go. Um, but we'll be back next week. Um, follow our Instagram, How To Be Gay Podcast. Um, see you later. Bye-bye.